We're so excited to spend some time with you today on the Awakening Moments podcast. My name is Lori. And I am Rhonda. And it's our hope that you would feel like we are with you wherever you are right now, having a real life conversation about life in all its beauty and in all its mess. We believe that God wants to open our eyes to an awakening moment that will help us thrive in every part of our being. So we invite you on this adventure with us as we listen, learn, and grow together. Well, I am so excited to talk about HeartStrong today. So excited, Lori. We're, we're all, we got our bold merch on. <laughs> yes, we do. I mean, I shouldn't say these are our merch because I just made these for us. Uh, and I love it. <laughs> because I don't know if I can make them for everyone. Uh, you would if you could. But I know they're so awesome, right? I know. I love them so much. Okay, so much so. I love our theme this year of bold. Yes. That for Christmas, this started a couple years ago. When we started doing the Heart Conference. Yeah. I said to my kids, listen, what I want for Christmas, I want you to design a van shoe for me. Give it to dad. He'll pay for it. But that's what I want. I want to start to collect my own heart conference shoes. So this year, I just took it off my foot. Those of you watching, it's a bold shoe. Isn't this so cool? Um, I wish I could do a Zoom. That is awesome. So the reason of this, because it's like Vienna and Jada designed it. So we've got the bold, the the word bold. We've got the snake skin because we're crushing snakes. Of course. And there's a lightning bolt because we are filled with the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, Did you add the lightning bolt? Added the lightning bolt. That's awesome. And then at the back, you can get engraved, like you can put numbers or whatever. So I do a scripture on each foot that represent that year or what I sense God, you know, putting on my heart. So this one, okay, this is Luke 10, 19. And my other one is Psalm 91, but Luke 10, 19 says, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy and you can walk among the, sta- the snakes and the scorpions and crush them. Crushing snakes. snakes. So this is how excited I am about bold this year. Um, that's amazing. That Crushing is snakes. amazing. Okay. Yeah. So you are literally embodying boldness. I'm, I'm in boldness. We are walking in something bold. And I honestly believe HeartStrong is part of this bold new vision that God has placed on our hearts and our lives. And and it's funny because when the Lord sort of put boldness on my heart, I didn't know we weren't, we, we hadn't gone through what we've gone through over the last year or anything like that. So I had no idea what that was going to look like or what that was going to be like. You know, last summer, as we were all in, you know, these restrictions around gathering and just praying about what does the future hold, I sensed so strongly that it was a time of preparation. Mm-hmm. But but not just a time of preparation, like an urgency. Like there was a there was an intensity and an urgency to lean into discipling people, to preparing, to being discipled, to being a disciplined follower of Jesus. What does that mean? What does that look like? And I mean, it's not surprising when you look back at all that God has been doing over such, you know, the last few years from yes. like a revival of repentance. Like we've never, like, I haven't experienced it like that in this season. I've been a Christian for many, 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 many years, you know, to just what the holiness, right? Walking in holiness, all of these things God has been stirring in us. And I just sensed something bold was coming and we need to prepare for this. We need to prepare for this because we don't just walk through life bold. I mean, some people do, but most people don't. (laughs) Yes, Yes. You know, in that authority and who Christ says we are crushing snakes, walking in the fullness of what God's provided for us. So 
I really sense God's got us on a journey and we're being prepared. We're being readied for something. Oh, I agree. Now in 2017, I had a vision and it was a dream. It was a dream vision. And I'm not really a dreamer. Like if I do have kind of like a prophetic word, it will often come like I'll be spending time with the Lord and I'll see it almost like I'm I'm watching a TV. Like it'll be a picture will flash in front of my eyes when I'm awake right. and I'm just spending time with the Lord. This was a dream. And it was 2017. It was super profound in the sense when I woke up, I was kind of trembly inside. Like I just knew it was so profound wow. and the significance of it. And intensity. I wrote, wow. yeah, such an intensity. I wrote it down and I didn't really understand what it meant. I just really knew it was profound and that it was, I was just trusting God to unfold. To reveal this was, it. Exactly. This was a God dream. He would re reveal it. 2020, I heard this song and I'm going to give the plug, but Crushing Snakes, oh. David Crowder. So awesome. Okay, so I hear this song. I was at the office. I literally ran into your office. I was like, I just heard in a song my prophetic dream. So this It's so interesting too, that song, because just before that, you had just shared that that dream. Yes. And you said, I haven't shared this with anyone before. And yes. just maybe like a little bit before that, maybe a month before that song mm -hmm. came out, you mm -hmm. had shared it. And even then you said, I'm not sure the fullness of what it means, but I feel like it, it's time, something about yes. it's time. Yes. And then this song comes out and you're like, that's my dream. It was my dream. And I think the song had been out for a bit, but it just happened that I just had heard it. Wow. And I literally was like, literally freaking out. Like I was like, this is actually my dream. I, I how like David Crowder, did you like get the same dream as me? Like I'm thinking this is yeah. such a strong prophetic dream. So in my dream, and it's so interesting now because I was reflecting on it last night and I'm thinking there's another piece that just came King alive. Heaven, all of, I know. Okay. I know. Sorry. I, all no. of it. I know. So powerful. So in my dream, I was at this massive gathering on top of a hill. And in my dream, I knew I had to go by myself. I was just thinking, oh, this interesting. is so interesting. This right? has been a season of really isolation restrictions. So in my dream, I was by myself. I came down this hill and in my dream, I knew that there was something so urgent, so significant and so life altering and changing. I had to go across this kind of like a swampy pond that was at the bottom of this hill. And it was on the other side that I had to retrieve. And I knew in my dream, it was something I was bringing back to the gathering of all these large people of this large gathering again. So I go down this hill and it's clear like I'm watching a movie. I'm thinking, how am I going to get across this, this pond? And it's kind of swampy. And I see all these lily pads kind of spread out. So I jump on the first lily pad. I look down. The whole pond is covered in snakes. Every color, size, you name it. Like That's disgusting. Millions, billions of snakes everywhere. Now, the crazy thing is, I started jumping from lily pad. I wasn't afraid. There was no fear, but there was a very heightened awareness that it was dangerous and that there were snakes under the water. Like I was very aware. And as I jumped to the next lily pad, they were all watching me, but they were paralyzed in the water. They couldn't mm. do anything. Mm. So every time I, it was like they were all, when I jumped on the first lily pad, they all rolled over and I saw all their eyeballs under the water staring at me. Like they were kind of laying on their backs, watching <laughs> me jump from lily pad. And I wasn't afraid, but I was cautious. I got to the other side. 
I know in my dream I retrieved, I didn't see what it was, but I had retrieved the significant, whatever it may be. I started to jump all the way back, same, like on lily pads by myself. As soon as I hit the shoreline to start to run up the hill, all the snakes stood up in the water, like straight up, straight up hissing, like angry, angry. It's like they were trying to stop anyone from getting to the end of that pond to retrieve whatever they needed to do, but they were paralyzed. And I got up to the top of the hill and I remember I went back to the large gathering and I, I was like, what does that mean? And as time has unfolded 2020, I really believe started this significance of coming down the hill Hmm. and we started jumping. And I do believe like I, I know God, I don't want to put interpretations into a dream. God will continue to unfold what it means. My heart would be that it was revival. My heart would be that we were all, like I was grabbing hold of revival, that we each have to be revived, that it's really significant that we are revived to see alert, like revival come. I really believe God is doing something with us individually, reviving our hearts. But I, I just want to say that had something to do with crushing snakes. And that's kind of where crushing snakes came from. It was like the authority, literally what it says here that God, Jesus is saying, look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy. They were powerless in the water, powerless to harm yep. me, powerless even to hiss. They were completely put like on their backs and all they were able to do was watch and they were powerless. And so, and to crush them. And so, Anyways, that's kind of where the crushing snakes yes. has started. Yes. But you and I have been really sensing this struggle. Yes, this spiritual warfare, just this exactly. intensity of spiritual warfare. And I feel like, you know, as natural distractions have been less and less and less, even in this season with less to do, less places to go, less physical contact with people, all of those things have created this season of less distraction, which is bringing almost a heightened awareness of clarity of what's taking place in the spirit. And I feel like, you know, even as I was praying through last summer into the fall, um, you know, I I just sense the intensity of spiritual warfare that we're in. I mean, the scriptures say that our spirit and our flesh are literally at war within us. And I don't think that the scriptures are exaggerating when they say that. I think that's literally what's happening. And if we could see into the spiritual realm, if we could see what actually is happening right over us and within us in in the realm of the spirit, I think we would be that much more aware of where we're being deceived and also where we're being distracted by the tools of the enemy to rob us. He has one, you know, he has one purpose to rob, steal, and destroy ultimately our relationship with God to bring separation between us and God. And so in this season, we've sensed this heightened awareness and this uh, of spiritual warfare and a desire to prepare for that, a desire to train and prepare for that very much like when you go to war, when you're a part of an army, when you're part of, you know, and you go to war, you train for a long time to prepare to go to war. But yet here we are as believers and we're in a spiritual war and there is a spiritual war to come. There's there's both happening simultaneously, yet so many of us neglect what it takes to really train and prepare for that. We just think that maybe we're going to get it by osmosis. Maybe we're going to get it by what we, you know, listen to or by going to church. Now, all of these things have been taken away. And what do we see? Something's missing. We see that that those foundations are weak. 
their yes. week, right? Something gets taken out like, um, you know, the gathering of believers or church or life groups or these things we sort of placed our hope in even coming to a conference. All of those things that we sort of get a spiritual high from are taken away and what are we left with? And it's showing, it's revealing in us what's missing. And so I know for me, there's just this great, great desire to, to prepare, to train both first myself. Like I don't want it to come across like, like I'm the great trainer. No, I need this just as much as everybody. But I feel this sense of like, how many people can we bring with us on this journey, on this journey of preparation, on this journey of training, on this journey of spiritual disciplines, which again, aren't flashy. <laughs> these aren't the conferences. These aren't the necessarily the supernatural highs. Yes. These aren't that. This is what we do in the secret place. This is what we do on our own. And I, and I have this sense, like almost like an underground army. I know that's so weird, but it's like it's happening in secret, almost in covert because we're not together. So there's, there's no like coming together to see what's taking place. It's like everybody's got to do this work on their own. They've got to come down the hill. They've got to cross the pond on their own. Nobody's there. No one's going to see if you're reading your Bible every day. No one's going to see if you're taking time to pray every day. No one knows. No one's going to see. But there's, I have this sense in my spirit that an underground army of believers is being prepared, is being readied. And we need to be a part of readying this sort of underground covert army for whatever it is that is to come. And I don't know what that is. I just sense we have to get ready. I agree. And this is some, I think even people listening perhaps to the past couple of years of podcasts or what it may be might think that we naturally think this way. It actually has been a supernatural progression. Uh, yeah. That we have started to sense in like, you know, around that time, 2017, this like something was starting to unfold, but it has literally layer upon layer intensity upon intensity that yeah. we're literally thinking this is not really the usual time yeah. or season that we would be sensing revival or sensing such intense spiritual warfare because everything's been restricted. It's much more, it's, it actually is the unexpected time and unexpected ways and unexpected places. God is moving and he is on the move. Our king is on the move and he is looking for an army that is ready. He's looking for that story of the virgins who have their oil ready, yes. that when the king calls, they're ready to go, that they've stored up, they're prepared, they're ready to answer that call. And just like and the word of God is ultimate, but even when I was thinking back even to that, the vision of the pond, each lily pad, God has made a provision as we take a step of faith, as we take these steps of growth intentionally, it's an intentional decision, despite your circumstance, despite how you feel, despite how your heart like leads yeah. you, any emotion, it's an intentional decision to be shaped by God and his word. It's an intentional decision because even Pastor Jason always says we're being shaped, whether it's by culture or by, we are being shaped. When you, every time you turn on a show, a movie, Yes. Instagram. You're being shaped by something. We are intentionally choosing to be shaped by God's word in a very strong, intensive discipleship journey. And I think as we take those steps, we can be assured that God has given us a provision for every step that we need. He has provided all that we need, and he has provided it because it's in and through his authority, and it's his heart that we would know him, and it's his heart that we would walk in victory, and that we would be overcomers. 
So we overcome by the word of our testimony and the blood of the lamb. We overcome and we have to know our God and our King. And we also have to be able to triumph through victory by the words of our testimony saying like, I was six months ago, but through this journey, I have become through Christ. This is re-identifying us in Christ and who we are in him. And it's shedding off old skin. It's shedding off always old ways of thinking. It's shedding away the old wine skin and saying, God, I want something new. I want you to do something new and fresh. And it starts with each of us taking ownership. And exactly what you're saying, Laura, we can't lean on just our pastors to do it. I can't lean on just a podcast or I have to lean myself. I'm not speaking about anyone, myself on God and the Holy Spirit and the trueness of his word to shape me and yes. to correct me and to dis- and discipline me, disciple me, lead me, all of it. And so I echo exactly what you're saying. To say this is preparation because the king is moving. Yeah. He's yeah. moving. He's moving. He's moving. I love that. Wow. That's so good. And so last summer as I started to pray and I started to get this sense from the Lord of what we were to do, I remember gathering a couple of friends and just sharing this vision with them. You you were one of them. And um, just saying, hey, what do you think about this? I feel like the Lord's given me this download this idea of like discipling people, you know, and we started to wrestle through what could this look like? We started to have all these conversations. Is this for five people or 10 people? Is this, you know, for, for hundreds of people, what could this look like? You know, how do we do this? And at the time, obviously we were thinking we could gather in person, you know, in some capacity in the near future, it has yet to be seen. So, (laughs) slowly over time, the Lord started to clarify and clarify. And then I sensed, so first I thought, okay, maybe this is for 10 or 20 people for us to take them on an intensive discipleship journey. Then as the Lord started to speak, I I felt like he was leading us towards, could this be the answer for heart conference this year Mm -hmm. instead of heart conference? Because it was looking like gathering wasn't going to be possible. Could something like this, giving this type of opportunity for everybody, I mean, we have over 700 people that bought tickets for Heart Conference. Could this be an opportunity and how could we set this up so that we could literally disciple 700 people? And then as I kept praying and kept sensing from the Lord, I really felt, and I could not shake it, what about men? What about men? How can you take a whole 700 women on a spiritual discipleship training journey, how can you train and prepare believers for what is to come and not take any men with you? Like, what would that do in the long term? And I was like, Lord, uh, okay. And I just started to be open to what the Lord is saying, which has brought us to where we are. And so one day in a prayer time, um, early, early, early in the morning, I felt the Lord give me this vision, this um, very vivid picture of what it was that we were to do. And so I'm just going to share it with you sort of as the Lord gave it to me, because I do feel like it paints a picture of what we want to do in HeartStrong as the Lord has slowly brought these pieces together over the course of several months. He said to me, um, this is from October 17th, 2020, he said, it's time to train for war. We can see a battle, no, a war, and it may seem far off, but it's an illusion that makes us pretend that it's just going to resolve itself. And some are asleep, asleep in our spirits. Some are just so tired. Our spirit is groggy and slumbering. It's procrastinating. It says day after day, tomorrow I will start, tomorrow I will train. But then we're so tired tomorrow. 
We're weary from uncertainty, from the tensions all around us, from the unknowns and the constant changes and rules and restrictions. And we're tired and afraid of saying the wrong thing, afraid we'll be misunderstood. We don't know our place, so we sleep and we lull ourselves into slumber and try to hide from the pain that's all around us. But there's a call, a cry far in the distance. Do you hear it? There's a sound like an alarm that is inviting us to awake from our slumber. There's a spiritual siren that's an invitation to awaken from mere survival. It's an invitation to be a part of the greatest season of our lives. It's not natural. Sure, we maybe can see evidence of it in the natural, but it's not natural. It's a call for our spirits to awaken boldly from its slumber and train for war. We must prepare for the greatest spiritual battle we have yet to see in our lifetime. Do you want in? We must awaken from the dark and prepare our souls for battle. There's a war for souls. It's a war with the God of the age who has blinded the minds of men and women who believe they are walking in the highest form of truth and liberty because they've thrown off every restraint. They believe the restraint of obedience to God's word and God's way is taking away their freedom. They believe that a, they've believed a lie that freedom is found in how they feel, the truth that is lived experience. They walk in false freedom that is an illusion. Pride stops us from acknowledging the truth that these liberties only lead to more indulgence, more searching, more longing for something or someone to satisfy the cry of the soul. We must awaken in the dark and train for war. We have been given authority and power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the works of the enemy, and nothing by any means can harm us. We're called to crush snakes. It's time to wake from slumber and get in the game and get in line and stand firm, aligned to God's word and stand shoulder to shoulder with our brothers and sisters and fight in the spirit where the battle is raging over our souls. Can you hear the sound? Can you hear the call rising in the distance, calling you, inviting you to take up your cross and follow Jesus with all of your heart, all of your soul, all of your mind, and all of your strength? Do you hear the call beckoning you to join with the angel armies of heaven to push back the darkness of the world? In some countries, you're enlisted in the army without choice, but in God's army, you have a choice. He does not force, coerce, abuse, manipulate, he invites you to come willingly and to submit everything you are at the cross. He invites you to come of your own free will to be a part of the greatest mission of all time. God, your Father, invites you to join him and all of heaven in pushing back darkness as he makes all things new. But there is a cost. You can come as you are, but you won't be able to stay as you are. When you go into training, it's hard. It will be painful. It costs you your comforts. It costs you the comforts that you believe you need. And God is asking, God is asking us for complete surrender. When you say yes to God, you need to give everything to him and to lay down anything that is out of order. God must have first place or else you will get taken out because you cannot fight the enemy of your soul while holding on to your comforts. Put down your comforts and pick up your sword and your shield. Your enemy, the enemy of your soul, the enemy of our king says your desires, your wants, your comforts are the things you need to find joy and freedom. And he urges you to seek after these desires with all your heart. 
But your creator, your father, the king of our kingdom, the king of all kings, says you will only find true liberty when you lay down those things you think you need to be fulfilled and seek after him with all of your heart. When you die to all your fleshly desires and awaken completely renewed, you will be free from anything that could hold you back, anything that tells you that you need this or that to be whole or happy or free. This invitation is not natural. It's time to open your eyes of faith and allow your spirit to awaken. It's an invitation to be part of an eternal mission that goes beyond this life into the life to come. We must train for war. We must fight in the spirit against principalities and powers of darkness and prepare for the life to come. It's not just a call to engage in the here and now, but to prepare for our eternal glory. It's an invitation to a war that we are on the winning side of. Jesus has already won, but darkness prevails, and we want to rescue as many people from the grips of blindness and darkness. There is one battle, one war. It's the fight of good and evil, light and darkness, and we must be able to discern the true light by reading and obeying God's word because the enemy masquerades himself as an angel of light. We must be in God's word every day, putting on the armor of God, standing firm in our authority in Christ. And the Lord gave you, Rhonda, this scripture, Philippians 1.27, and I think it so perfectly describes exactly what we're being called to in Heartstrong. And it says, above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then whether I come to see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but that you are going to be saved even by God himself. For you have been given not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. This is not going to be easy, but we are in this struggle together. And I just love, love how that verse anchored exactly what God is placing on our heart for Heartstrong. Lord, I don't even know how to continue talking about anything else after that. That is so profound and so significant. And it really does describe exactly the intensity, the true, what we're seeing in the spirit realm, that what's true. What we're sensing, what we're what feeling. We're sensing. What we're, yeah, absolutely. That's so profound. Yeah. And we are in this struggle together. Hand in hand, we need one another. We need the body of Christ. I need you. You need me. We all have significance yeah. in what God is doing. And I think even those watching and listening, you may think, oh, you don't know my story or I'm just new to faith. Listen, God shows us what he can do when the God factor comes in. We yeah. devote ourselves to God. Mm-hmm. Our lives are never the same, Yes, but there is that cost. Yes. There is the cost. And I think that's, we want the kingdom. We don't always want the king leading us. We want the blessings, but we don't always want the, I'm talking about the spiritual blessings, Yes, but we don't always want to just really pay the price of what it means. And this is part of a cost of saying like, I'm all in, Yeah, like I'm all in with my time, with my mm-hmm. devotion. This is what I want. And this is, it's so profound, Lori. I, so good. What well, you just wrote. Let's, oh. talk, let's talk about Heartstrong then. So what is it? Let's talk about what it is. Because this idea that the Lord has given us is not, I, 
I've never seen anything like this before. Have you? Either. No. I've seen small, like I've seen mentorship groups, okay. one-on-one yeah. or yeah. Bible plans, yeah. or but not in the magnitude yeah. of coming together and moving yeah. together in, uh, in this like, way. I think the closest thing I can, I can picture to what it is that we're sensing would be sort of like online coaching yeah. a bit. Yeah. But I haven't seen something like this for discipleship specifically. I haven't seen it. Now, it could exist. It absolutely could exist. But I haven't seen it before. And so it was so beautiful to get this sort of download and this idea from the Lord from something that I hadn't seen before. So I know it came from him because I couldn't have come up with it on my own. But no, Heartstrong is going to be a six-month journey. So a discipleship-intensive journey for six months where we're going to give our Heartstrong members a plan, a training plan. We want to train you. We're going to give you a spiritual training plan every single month that will have your Bible reading plan, that will have specific things that you can, um, that will help to structure your spiritual disciplines to train you in the word of God and to growing in your identity in Christ, to be strong in the Lord and in his strength and to learn how to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. So our members will get a, a spiritual training plan every month. Every month we'll be releasing online. All of this is going to be online. So really anybody can come. Um, every month our, our members will, will get exclusive content that will be teaching or workshops, prophetic words, encouragement, prayer, um, all through video that will be sent to you, that, will be, that you'll have access to, that will just be for your spiritual growth and development. Um, our HeartStrong members will have access to daily Bible study. So every day you'll be able to, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to, early in the morning, we really have a sense that we're called to wake in the dark, that we're called to wake in the dark we're, and we're called to walk in the light. We're, we're called to wake, begin to study, prepare, and pray in the dark as the light, the natural light begins to come upon the earth then we begin to walk in that light. And there's a significance about that, about waking in the dark. So yes, this is going to be hard, especially if you're not a morning person. Yes. This is going to be hard, but early morning Bible study, every day you can connect to, to help you grow in studying the word of God, learning how to study the word of God, um, along with a group of people, you'll have access to that. And the other thing I'm really excited about, and to be honest, I don't know exactly how we're going to do it, but I know, I know it'll happen. <laughs> This is how the Lord speaks to me always. I don't know how, but it always works out. Um, but we want accountability groups. So everybody that wants to be a part of accountability group will be a part of a group of people of five or 10 people. And that's just a small group that you can connect with uh, throughout the month. However, you and your group decide to do that. You could do it through text, through email, through a video chat, however you want to do it. But just for prayer, for encouragement, for support, for accountability, for someone to check in on you and say, hey, how you doing in your Bible study? How you doing in your prayer time? How are you doing? You'll have key questions that your accountability leaders will be asking you to help you develop and to help you grow. And this is what we're inviting you into with HeartStrong. I love it. And like we've said, it's we talked about heart, men and women. This is for men and women. This yes. is a beautiful thing because teens. exactly that we're not just saying that this is just for women to run ahead, but exactly teens, young adults, all of us, midlife grandma, grandpas, yeah, everybody. everybody. Like we want everyone to come together 
like we've said, we're all in the struggle together. And so we want to invite you to kind of just jump on that. So if you're a man, a man listening to this, this is for you. If you're a teenager, this is for you. And we want to all train together. Yes. Yes. So HeartStrong is going to be $69 and it's a six month journey. It'll start April 1st, 2021. It'll go to September 30th, 2021. And it's six months um, where you'll be intentionally discipled and intentionally trained and given specific resources to help you and structure to help you do that. Uh, $69. And you can go to heartstrong.life, L-I-F-E, um, the website in order to sign up and register for it. And um, yeah, all the information's there. There's lots of information there for you. And uh, we really hope that you come along for this journey with us because I'm excited about what God's going to do. Again, this isn't like the, you know, the, the supernatural high, like a conference, like rah, rah, rah. But this is where we go deep. This yes. is where we go deep. And, you know, as you and I, Rhonda, have been just talking so much about these words that God has given us, like God has spoken to us in these ways in the secret place. Yes. It hasn't been when we're in a corporate worship setting or in all these sort of hyped environments. It's actually in the dark when we're alone with God, when we're just sitting and waiting on him. And so I believe this is a season where God wants to go deep and bring deep personal revelation and understanding to each one of us supernatural encounters with God, but we have to get into the posture and position to be able to hear that and to let him do that in our lives and be obedient to walk that out. So I do think every individual person is in for something profound. They sure are. That's it. Like this is, this is so individual because that's the kind of God we serve. You have the plan but God is going to minister to each of us uniquely, differently, where we are in our process, in our relationship with him. But it really is setting up that discipline to allow our hearts to be positions to hear and to see. Yeah. Because we need that. I know I need that. It's so easy to be distracted or to miss it and not even realize. But when that time comes, like you're saying, when we do have that set time, that dis- like that discipled, disciplined time with God, he maximizes the time with us because that is his heart that we would know him. Yeah. And he says that he wants to reveal himself to us and even his mysteries to us. There's mysteries of what he's doing and what he, he wants to tell you about. But it, this is what it's going to take. And so I'm excited to hear the testimonies when we come through the six, this six months, what God is going to do and how he's going to move profoundly in all of our lives. Yeah. And one other cool thing I want to share too about the strong part of HeartStrong mm. is the strong part came because um, my husband, Pastor Jason, be- way before like all of this and way before uh, COVID happened and all of that, uh, the Lord sort of gave him this vision for men, for a conference for men called Strong, Be, Str- be Strong in the Lord, learning how to be strong in the Lord. And so um, as this sort of unfolded and the Lord started to give me uh, this vision, I just thought, what a beautiful marriage, what a beautiful marriage between like heart conference, strong conference and a heart, strong discipleship track that sort of brings it all together. Like this is, this is beautiful. So yes, we want to gather again and have a conference and we want those experiences in God because they're profound and life changing and amazing. 
So the hope would be we'll come together for HeartStrong. Hopefully next year we can meet uh, for Heart Conference and then also Strong Conference for men. I mean, so amazing. So exciting. So exciting. Now, if we can't, that's okay. Honestly, God, we trust God in all of this. If we can't, if this is a couple of years away, no problem. We are still going to grow. We are still going to train. We are still going to press in with all of our hearts. That's what this is all about. And so I actually think HeartStrong is might be the reason why God put Heart Conference on our heart in the first place. I think this wow. is going to be the thing and the conferences are just going to be a bonus. Do you, do you know what I mean? Because I think this is what it's all about. This is what our walk with God is all about. This is what the Great Commission is all about. Follow yes. me, make disciples. This is what it's all about. It is. And how many have sat with us, Lori, and said, as pastors, and said, how do I read my Bible? How do I pray? How do I hear from God? How do I know if some, if it's a prophetic from God or not from God? Or how do I even know what I'm sensing, if it's right or wrong? This is what it's about. It's about learning about your King. And so I love that, Lord, because we're not giving up. We are resolved. That's another word we've really sensed. We are resolved. Yes to stand firm and to push through and to be what God's called us to be. And, you know, God is not at all like our, how do I say this? Our spirituality is not based on what we see. It's not even based on how we feel or our circumstances. It's based primarily on what God has already done for us and provided for us. And now we walk in that. And so this is also kind of what we've been sensing as pastors too. the cry of the church to say, show us, teach us, how do we? Things that we had done one-on-one, this is now we want to say, how do we do this on a large scale? Well, this is how we do it on a large scale. Yeah. That we can grow together and learn how to hear God's voice and understand his word. Love it. So let's grow bold yeah. together we're, we're in HeartStrong. We're doing it. Crush and snakes. Crush and snakes. <laughs> oh, I love it. Thank you for joining us today on the Awakening Moments podcast. We pray that you are filled with hope and joy as you navigate the challenges of life. And we would love for you to subscribe to this podcast or share it with your friends. And remember, you are so loved by God and He is always with you.